With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Our number two of the program, like a Rolling Stone. Well, our next guest, uh, many people maybe consider him a Rolling Stone. He's Mark Morehouse of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, and he joins us here today. What's happening, Mark? I always, I always like to think of myself as more as a drive-by trucker okay. than a Rolling Stone. I'll, I'll see if we have that in the library. Maybe we'll get that for you next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, uh, I know it's been a, a summer where you have been incredibly busy working on KF143, a breakdown and a ranking of all 143 victories of the Kirk Ferentz era. You're getting down to the nitty-gritty, though. What, what uh, number is going to be released next? I, I, I think we're in the high 20s now, which means I really have to kick it in because I still have five more. And I'm writing about a game today. Uh, I can't remember where it's ranked exactly, but, man, that 2002 Iowa-Purdue game, it, it just blows my mind how good a game that was. Uh, Sean Phillips, remember Sean Phillips? Yes, great. He's in the NFL, yeah. 11 years, Purdue's all-time sack leader. Well, he was the guy wrapped around Brad Banks' ankles. When he threw the, the seven-yard TD pass to Dallas Clark that won it with a minute left. By the way, it was fourth down on that play. And I totally forgot that. And I asked Dallas that after the game. He said, was it fourth down? I think I knew it at the time. I guess you forget those details. Yeah, I guess you forget. It was. <laughs> like that. Two that, block kicks. Yeah. 90 yards for Dallas Clark. 95-yard TD for Dallas Clark. And that's like the, the, the tenth most interesting thing that happened in this game. Purdue had 31st downs. Anyway. Insane. Just an insane. I think it's the best pure game of the Ferentz era. Now, when you throw what, what it meant and where it fits and all that stuff, it kind of changes where it's ranked, but pretty amazing. Just uh, everything went on in that game. I think I might be writing about this one all day. It's a great one. And uh, the way that it finished up with the Dolphus Shelton with the interception. And I remember vividly yeah. getting back to our tailgate spot after the game, and one of my good friends said, my first born son will be named Adolphus after this one. Alas, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna ask, my next question would be, what did, that, did he follow through? No, no. You, know, you can say that at the time, and you know what? Uh, I don't blame him. I think uh, if I were a Hawkeye fan, I would have named, uh, named something Adolphus. It's, uh, it's funny. I'm looking right now. I was looking at the, the Daily Iowan from the Monday after the game. And guess who wrote the gamer the article there? Somebody you know very well over in Cedar Rapids on the radio side. Todd Bromelkamp. You got it, absolutely. <laughs> you must have been looking at some of the same things I was, huh? Todd has been around um, for a long, long time. People don't realize that he, he's been around for a long time. Uh, I think student journalist in two thousand two, and uh, I remember uh, I remember Dallas Clark getting mad at him at Michigan for something he wrote. It was kind of funny. Oh boy, it's a good times back then, no doubt about it. And so, when did you come full time on the beat? Was it ninety nine or two thousand? Uh, ninety. Yeah, after the, let me see. Uh, I covered every game in the transfer except for the, the one they won in ninety nine. I was I was still covering Iowa State, and we had a change in the beat, and um, I went over there. I went from uh, covering Iowa State in Vegas, and it was a victory of Cyclone fans, and I remember talking to Paul Rhodes outside the locker room. He might have been chewing tobacco. I can't remember, okay. but he was very happy. They were they were probably ready to go into Vegas to celebrate victory. Uh, and then, of course, back home, it was uh, Iowa won beat Northern Illinois in a, in a semi-night game. I think it kicked off at 5. And LeVar Woods returned a punt in that one, and now he's, now he's trying to figure out how to block and return punts for the Hawkeyes as a special teams coordinator. So, a lot of you know what? There's a lot of connections in the Ferentz in this Ferentz series that does span 20 seasons. Uh, you know stuff like like uh, of our Woods and 
Brian Ferentz, Brian, seeing Brian Ferentz quotes as a player, very different than Brian Ferentz as a coordinator. Uh, uh, actually, not all that different. He's pretty much the same dude. So, seeing, you know, couldn't be able to being able to put some uh, quotes on some things that in, in the past that I think people are interested in. Still, uh, it's been a lot of fun that way too. No doubt about it. To the here and now, Mark, and you can find yeah. all, all the KF143 over at thegazette.com. Uh, what did you see from Kids Day? A couple of things I wanted to get your thoughts on. Sure. Listening to you, I listened to the emergency podcast of you and Doc and, and going through so you wouldn't forget anything. I know how that is. want to get everything out there as quickly as possible. At least early on, the offense showed some life, something we, we don't talk about very much during Kids Days. Well, they strung together some drives. Uh, they strung together the first drive. Uh, I want to say it was a 12-player, which was good, um, especially with uh, running backs not really being on display in that you know, they're kind of conscious, conscious about those guys getting tackled because they do only have three, and they, they know that that's an endangered species on their roster. So they, you know, they basically passed the ball, and I was really surprised. One thing off the top of my head was uh, how the offense kind of incorporated the running backs. I mean, there's a lot. I, I don't know if that was the kind of what they wanted to show Saturday, but uh, running backs were um, really kind of featured in the passing game. Torrent Young made, a, I want to say, it was about a 17-yard grab that probably could have gone from about 30 or 40 because pretty sure he would have broken the tackle. He's a big dude. Um, but the way Torrent Young caught it, it was a 17-yard pass uh, from uh, Stanley, caught it in stride. It was a perfect ball, and he looked really natural catching it. So, I think the I think there'll be some passing elements with this young offense and the passing in the uh, running game employs them and I think uh, this this offense might be able to move a little bit differently than Iowa has in the past and that you know maybe the passing game is a running game this year and maybe that's how they control linebackers with tight ends and always threatening them. You know the interior of the offensive line that was one of my concerns coming out of spring football. Ross Reynolds, a kid from locally here from Waukee. He's seen playing time. He's got to start underneath his belt. He's been out there. Could we see one of those senior leaps out of him, guys that go from, well, just frankly, a guy, and per- turn into a real nice football player? Can you see that out of Reynolds this year? Yeah, they kind of need that. I think Iowa needs that story from him, and they need it uh, from a couple of different offensive linemen because, you know, everybody talks about who's been drafted for the Hawkeyes last few years. I want to say, you know, James Daniels last year. Uh, he was drafted in before that. I think it was uh, Austin Blythe in 2016. And if you look at the offensive line, um, Boone Myers and Ike Butker, how they arrived and how they got engaged was, you know, Myers was a walk-on. Um, Butker was a, came to Iowa as a tight end. So the development offensive line, it's, it's, it's trended down. I mean, it just is. I mean, if you look at what Iowa had going in uh, oh, uh, eight. 2008 to 2011, there were a lot of good NFL players. I mean, Iowa had guys who guys like who I would say fit the profile of Ross Reynolds, like a oh, like an Adam Gaddis, a yeah. guy who plays guard, and all of a sudden he plays in the NFL for a lot. You know, those guys they haven't had they haven't had a really good patch of those guys for a while. So, you know, but that the offensive line isn't it's not Austin Blythe, it's not Brandon Sheriff, it's not Andrew Donald, it's not Riley Reef, and a lot of guys have been drafted. It's guys who need to show it, and I think that's really the biggest caveat for this team is this offensive line. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's struggling to get to standard, and I'm going to have to see it work before I can say, yeah, that, that's, an offensive, that's an Iowa offensive line. So I, I've been going back and forth with a theory, and when you're talking to yourself like I have the last couple of days, eh, sometimes you talk yourself in circles, and that's kind of come up with me. So i got to run this by you. Senior sure. class, th- this was my thought yesterday, a senior class that – only has 12 guys that are in the two deep. And of those 12, just five of them came to Iowa as scholarship players. You have Parker Hesse, Jack Hockaday, Keegan Render, Ross Reynolds, and Matt Nelson. That's it. But that junior class, I mean, that's kind of the negative side of it. The junior class, though, is one of the best that I can remember with star power with Fant, a starting quarterback, obviously, in Stanley, Anthony Nelson, on and on and on. Is this one of these years where the lack of a big senior class is bad, or does Iowa maybe arrive a year early? Which of those two scenarios do you anticipate we're going to see this year? Well, I think uh, the way Ferentz positions every senior class he has is fairly important. I mean, these guys have credibility with the team. They have credibility with the coaching staff. And 
Iowa leans into that. Iowa uses these uses their connections, you know, their four or five year connections to kind of manage the locker room, find out what uh, what guys are thinking, you know, the leadership group and what guys, you know, what you know, the connections to the team with the coaches. I think that's really important. I think that's probably underrated. I'm not sure how many voices you need for that. But I, I think obviously, Trent, though, you know, I was young in the offensive and defensive lines because yeah, there's not a lot of those seat, not a lot of those upperclassmen in the ranks right now. So uh, I think you know that when you when you talk about a maturity and being a young team, I really think the first place that shows up is at line of scrimmage because you know a 22 year old against a 19 year old is you know there's three more years of weightlifting or college weightlifting, college weight training and training in that guy. So that's I think the the kind of the learning curve for the for the 2018 Hawkeyes is getting those offensive, the offensive line to standard, making sure everybody in the defensive line belongs in the rotation. And then, you know, this, this is a program that's heavily events in offensive defensive lines. I think now it has some skill players. You know, can, that, can they make the, the uptick in skill players work for it in a meaningful way, i.e., I mean, 10 wins or 10 wins plus? That's the big question for 2018, man. I think uh, – uh, can can Iowa really engage and take advantage of some premium skill position players? Can the offensive line allow that? It's a big question. In week one, without two of those offensive linemen, with the suspensions of Tristan Wirfs and Alaric Jackson on the other side. So uh, one more I wanted to get out to you, and that's what you saw at Kids Day out of the youngsters. You know, We've been talking about a slew of defensive backs coming in. Sounds like Julius Brents at least appears to be the guy right now over there. And then I, I think a pretty big surprise in Seth Benson. Of the young guys, who popped to you? Well, I, I think context is a big uh, – you have to throw that out there with the kids' day scrimmage because it was practice eight. And in practice eight, I still, I still think guys are getting some opportunities because coaches want to get a look at them. Um, Seth Benson, I think, falls in that category. I don't expect to see him in the mix. And fr- frankly – What's going to happen at Iowa linebacker is going to be uh, Nick Neiman at weak side and, and then Barrington Wade at uh, outside. I think I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. I think Iowa wants to get that kind of speed on the field. So, you know, I really don't think Seth Benson probably plays this year, but, you know, you, you have to like the fact that Iowa just kind of plucked him off the pile at the end of the recruiting and you know, they seem to, like, seem to really like him. Um, but as far as freshmen who really made a difference Saturday, we didn't really see any guys in offense. I think I'm not sure if that was intentional or if uh, Ferris did say they had a couple handful of guys out. I'm guessing some freshmen probably had some things or some because uh, they're using their muscles more, much more uh, more than they ever have. So I think some of the freshmen got held out. I do think though that uh, a couple I did like um, uh, Tyler Lindenbaum. Um, he really jumped off the page to me. Kind of a spark plug guy, really quick, um, high motor. Uh, Brandon Steinman, I liked him. I guess he's not a freshman. Tyler Winterbaum, I really did like him. Um, beyond that, I think you're right. Uh, Julius Brent, long arms really showed up uh, Saturday, and I think he, I think he's in the mix. I think he plays. Um, let me see. There's one on I want to blank it on, and I apologize. Uh, I think that's it. I think that really the freshman didn't really. Um, I didn't. I didn't see a lot of opportunities for them, like I thought maybe we would. So, I think that kind of tamped things down a bit. I want to say there's. I'm, blank, I'm totally blanking on somebody else on defense, but uh, Tyler Lindebaum, I think, wins the gold medal for that day as far as freshman goes. Good stuff, Mark. We're getting close, and in fact, uh, Friday night, week zero in high school football. You making your way? I don't know over to English Valleys or over to Springville, <laughs> something like that. I would like to. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I need to get some football in my system, that's for sure. I feel you. I feel you. Thanks for your time today, Mark. You bet. Take care, Trent. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com, where you can find KF143 and all the great work that Mark Morehouse, Morehouse and the staff does over there. Quick timeout. Coming back on the other side, we're going to hear from the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, next. Here on 1700. Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays. Cap is back. 
Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. There's nothing small about your business. Your passion, your hours, your reputation, it's all huge. Your partnerships, even bigger. With Dell Small Business Technology Advisors, you'll get the tech, advice, and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow. Because with reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, you can focus on what matters most, getting business done. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with an advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515 225 8866 or online wolfconstruction.net You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 KBGG The music of NFL films as we get our daily report from Mitch Holtis of the Kansas City Chiefs Kansas City back in action on Friday night in their second preseason game Atlanta 
will be the destination against ATL. Mitch Holtis joining us as uh, we'll get his report here. He's off doing a conversation today, so we don't have him live, but sent a report for us, and it's presented by Papa John's of Iowa, celebrating 22 years in the state of Iowa with the Donaldson family. And how about this special? A large specialty pizza for just 12 bucks, and on top of it, they're throwing in a two-liter. Not much better than that. Large specialty pizza for $12 and a free two-liter, celebrating two, 22 years in Iowa. It's Papa John's of Iowa. Here's Mitch Holtis. The Chiefs have officially closed their ninth year of training camp in St. Joe. For a good portion of the team, it was 24 days here on the Missouri Western State University campus. Yesterday, I featured Tremont Smith, a rookie corner and kick returner who came out of nowhere to possibly impact the 2018 Chiefs. Yet this camp might be best remembered by the emergence of an undrafted rookie linebacker out of Iowa, Ben Neiman. Neiman was a good player for the Hawkeyes, starting the last 40 games of his Iowa career. Neiman also read registered 200 career tackles, 12 passes defended, and two interceptions. But that was college. This is the National Football League. And Neiman entered camp as a long shot to make the team. Now he has adjusted to pro ball and has a real chance to be on the Chiefs' 53-man roster to start the regular season. The the mental aspect is a lot different than college. Um, you know, I just try to have my head in the playbook at night. Um, just try to pick up little extra things from the veterans like Hitch and, you know, Reggie. We have a great room, and those guys are awesome. Same with same with Coach DeLeon and Coach Sutton. So, uh, you know, just little little things about being a professional. So, Final question, special teams. What about the playing special teams? Guys have made careers in this league doing it. Yeah, you know, special teams, if you're not a starter, you have to be able to play special teams to make the roster. Um, so that's definitely a focus of mine and, uh, you know, something I'm trying to improve at every day at practice. And, uh, you know, once again, just pick up stuff from guys that have been great special teams players. We have, you know, other linebackers like T and, uh, you know, Keme who, who do that and, you know, just little things I can pick up from them, Frank Zombo. Um, Neiman was arguably the most effective player in last week's game versus Houston. He was the team's leading tackler and made a huge fourth and one stop late in the game. This Friday's game at Atlanta is another big test for the Sycamore, Illinois native and former Iowa Hawkeye Ben Neiman. Team is off today, but the coaches will meet to discuss Friday's game and to start some real conversation about Neiman and a bunch of others who will force big decisions in six You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research and stop at nothing until type one becomes type none join a jdrf walk near you so one day you could say i helped turn type one into type none take the first step at walk.jdrf.org Waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate? Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is, and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip-flop revolution i'll pay up to four thousand six hundred seventy nine dollars more for your trade and you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer newer car today but hurry the revolution ends august 31st or after we've flip flopped 82 cars i'm joe clemens and i'm a dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approved by joe.com Price effects, trade allowance, negative equity may be refinanced, all terms subject to approval. 
Hey golfers, Golf Headquarters 2900 University Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines is having its annual August $500,000 liquidation sale. Golf Headquarters needs room for the new fall merchandise. Title is Pro V1 Reloads, 1888 a dozen. Cobra Max T Driver, $199.99. Odyssey Pro Putter on Special for $99.99. Golf Headquarters Golf Clothing, all on sale, 20 to 60% off. Golf bags starting at $69.99. Callaway X Irons now $398. Golf Headquarters August Blowout starts now in stock only. But Joy Superlight Golf Shoe on close out for $58. Callaway Heavenwood $139.99. TaylorMade Golf Balls only $14.99 a dozen. Don't forget that Golf Headquarters does launch monitor club fitting and it's free with purchase. Check out their five-star Google fitting reviews. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Clock Tower Square half a million dollar August blowout starts now in stock only. Come early and get the best selection of closeout merchandise. Golf Headquarters August blowout starts now. Call 255-4433 for fitting time. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, USC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at the Rookie Sports Cards. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700. Back with you as we continue on until 2 o'clock this afternoon. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon here. Ken Miller out in the left coast as he joins us to finish off the program today. Ken, how's the trip? Uh, It's okay. I mean, um, California's. Uh, traffic is awful, as you know, but yeah. it's uh, the price you pay to live in a, in a, in a place like this, I guess. It's, uh, I, I like it. I really do. So did you get hard knocks last night? Were you able to watch HBO in the hotel room? Well, I was, uh, except I didn't oh. because um, I'm all messed up with this time, right? So I, I went uh, to eat dinner at uh, 7 o'clock, which was... Nine o'clock back there, which is still early for back, you, by the way, right? Right, right, <laughs> a little bit early. So, um, no, the answer is no. But I will, um, you know, obviously, I got it taped, and I'll watch it when I get home tomorrow. That's good, and and we is will, it good? Well, I haven't seen it either. So I told oh, you that normally I have to wait to watch it with the HBO, you know, app. I fell asleep last night early, which is, as you know, incredibly rare for me. But kids back at daycare now, instead of being able to roll out of bed at 
7.30, Now it's 6.30, and caught up with me last night. No, I understand how that goes. Yeah. I do. So I will uh, have the same thing. We'll put it on the agenda. We'll uh, talk about that a little bit when we get you on the show here tomorrow. But speaking of the NFL and hard knocks, I have thought a great, great interview in GQ excuse me, with Jalen Ramsey, the incredibly talented defensive back for Jacksonville. And he went through and was talking about a lot of different quarterbacks and starting with the guy that, well, he kind of got it wrong. He was talking about Josh Allen and the game that he played against Iowa. He said Iowa State, but I like defensive back. I like players in general actually calling out guys and, and saying what they actually think about players across the league. Well, he's got a lot of time on his hands. I mean, he's suspended this week for uh, for his altercation. I guess it was a tweet where he came after the media, and it was a threatening matter. You, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other part, Trent, I kind of find ironic as well. It's, it's usually the shoes on the other foot, right? Iowa State usually gets uh, mixed up with Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time it was complete reversal. It was an, an Iowa game, and he referred to, uh, to Iowa State. So, um, yeah, you know what? It's... Um, it's something you don't often see. You're right, and Jalen Ramsey's play can back it up. But you know what? Um, quarterbacks are going to be, be coming after him. I'm assuming that uh, uh, Gus Bradley and company there would have rather that he didn't uh, be as, as forthcoming as he was. Uh, but you know, it's it's the middle of August. It's kind of like the dog days of training camp. Although preseason games, they ratchet up again tomorrow night. But yeah, it was um, it was certainly something that you're not used to seeing. So I'll give him credit for that. He uh, here, here's the quote about Josh Allen. I think Allen is trash. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash. Went on uh, the Iowa State part of it. They played Iowa State, which is not a big school in my opinion, because I went to Florida State, and he threw five interceptions. They lost by a couple of touchdowns or something like that. Well, it was Iowa, not Iowa State. But you go through all these different ones. So the, this is kind of a little list that was compiled by CBS's Will Brinson. Breaking it down very quickly. Josh Allen, trash. I agree with that. Joe Flacco, yeah, he Jimmy's sucks. still out. Uh, okay, but I, as it sits right now, I agree with him. Joe Flacco, he sucks. I kind of think Joe Flacco sucks too. I've seen enough of Joe Flacco, uh, even though he's got a Super Bowl ring, to say that Joe Flacco, yeah. I mean, I, like, Josh Allen's in the play snap in the NFL. <laughs> they got to <laughs> tap the brakes there. Flacco, I'm with you. Flacco looks as though he was paid an exorbitant amount of money and is not going to be able to live up to that. Uh, I think they paid him, you know, basically because of the fact that he did get him to the promised land mm-hmm. once, and Lamar Jackson's breathing down his neck. So I don't think Flacco's long for the ring. He called two guys underrated, Tyrod Taylor and Mariota. Mariota, I thought, regressed a little bit last year. But yeah. I, I guess I could go with him both in the underrated camp. I certainly believe that for Tyrod. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Tyrod Taylor wasn't good enough to to stick with the with with the Bills. Uh, I, apparently, he's been as he was one of the stars again of Hard Knocks for whatever that's worth. Last night, uh, he's going to be the starting quarterback at least at the beginning of the season before Baker Mayfield takes over for him at some point because you don't draft a guy number one to, uh, to to let him stand on the bench unless you're the Green Bay Packers. And again, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the first overall. He was 20-something when he went to the Packers, and they had a Hall of Famer in front of him, and Tyrod Taylor certainly not that. But um, to be honest with you, Trent, I mean, how many Bills games have you watched over the last couple of years? I can't say that I've watched a ton of them. Mm-hmm. I don't play fantasy football, so I wouldn't know his fantasy stats. I don't watch him cover him, uh, follow him that closely. Um, but I agree with him uh, on Mariota. And like you, I think that uh, this is a big year for Mariota. Mariota did come back a little bit last year, but I think that the memory serves there were some injuries that maybe stunted his growth a little bit. But this is a big year for Marcus Mariota. A couple others that I agreed with, and we'll get to the ones I, I thought were head-scratching here as Jalen Ramsey was going through quarterbacks in the league. I agree, he said, MVP soon for Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson. I, I, I think... Pretty much to a T, we can all agree with that, can't we? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with both, absolutely. Uh, another one, he <laughs> this one cracked me up. Playoff Blake is good. He was talking about Bortles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, then now, now we're starting to go off the rails. Big Ben, decent at best? Come on, he's, he's better. That's than what decent. he said? Decent at best for Ben Roethlisberger. Well, ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Famer, in right. my opinion. Uh, decent at best. Um, no, I don't. I don't agree with Jalen Ramsey there. I mean, um, I'm assuming that if we if we had video archives, we could 
we could dig through that we would be able to find Jalen Ramsey maybe hanging all over like uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. But Ben Roethlisberger's calling card, right, is the ability to shake guys off his back and extend plays. He's done that his entire career. I did see he went down with a concussion yesterday, yes. potentially, and that's not good because he's had concussions and issues in the past. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, decent at best, I think, is a stretch. At this point in his career, is he the same guy? No, but that one seemed like a stretch. I do agree with this one, and it kind of goes hand-in-hand with what I've talked about when we've talked about the NFC race this year at the top in the Rams. Jared Goff called him average to above average. Body of work's not uh, – he gets an incomplete right uh, right now, I think. I mean, based on his rookie season, I could see why he would say that. Based on his second year in the league, I think that maybe he might be eating those words a little bit because he took steps forward last year without a doubt. Um, yeah, I think it's probably I, – I, it's incomplete. I mean, um, Goff last year was so much better than Goff the rookie, and you would expect that. And so he took the steps forward that you would think that he would. So um, – I'm not going there with him. I, I, I think Jeremy's still out on golf. Look, he played for the Broncos, and that's how I judge a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, I like golf. I, I'm, I'm kind of in the camp. Incomplete, I think, is the right way that you said it there. Here's the ones that were, to me, the biggest stretches, though. Jimmy Garoppolo. All schemes. All schemes is what made him the success that he was last year. Come on. Well, he's got a brilliant offensive coordinator as a head coach uh, in Kyle Shanahan who learned from his father, who was a brilliant mind. Um, look, here, here's, here's Garoppolo, right? We know he played four games. What was a four or six? Whatever it was, late in the year last year, I think he got in late November, took over from CJ when CJ got hurt, and he, and he was unbeaten. Uh, they rewarded him with a very big contract based on that. I think the Niners are going to be one of the teams that surprises a lot of people this year. I know you don't like the Rams. Uh, maybe it's the Niners that do win that division. Uh, Garoppolo, too early to tell based on last year's um, small set of games. He looked very good, but Kyle Shanahan, again, Trent, he's a brilliant mind. He is, and uh, he gets the benefit of the doubt, certainly, with what he's done with his quarterbacks. The final one, he didn't even know who Matt Ryan was. Come on. Yeah, I heard saw that. <laughs> now, I wonder if that was a dig, though. Yeah. Was that a shot? Was that his, his way of trying to get under his skin a little bit when he couldn't remember the Falcons quarterback? Uh, an MVP from, what, two years ago, right? Was the MVP in the league a couple of years ago, I believe he was. Um and and look, Matt, Matt Ryan's one of the stars in the league, so um, you'll know Matt Ryan before the year's over. So that was uh, a very interesting look at quarterbacks. When was it dealers. done, Trent? Do you know when he did the piece? That's a great question. And then and, and as I, I dug around, in fact, that was one of the first things I was wondering as I was looking. I haven't seen confirmation when this is done. I'll have to find out a little bit more. Because, yeah, if, if this was, you figure this was done certainly before training camp. We're talking yes, a month, yes. maybe two months ago, something like that, during a quiet period. That changes it. But how about it coming out the week that he suspended, too? <laughs> Yeah, really. Yeah, timing is everything. It is. Uh, yeah, I think he was in the news, so we were. Uh, we, we've seen Jalen Ramsey on Twitter. We've seen him at whatever dot com sports site that you go to. So, uh, look, it's going to get a lot of clicks. And by the sounds of things, you clicked it. I read the stuff on Twitter about it. I didn't know he went as in, uh, in depth in depth as I'm trying to say <laughs> as he did. Uh, but. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought those up. There's some interesting names on that list. Yeah, and a big thank you to Will Brinson from CBS kind of breaking these all down in one succinct little tweet here and uh, his thoughts on everything with Jalen Ramsey. On the local front, we talked about the local connection with Josh Allen, but uh, I saw today Todd McShay released his updated big board for the first round, mm. and two Iowa Hawkeyes listed in his top 30 prospects. Now, one of them's easy, right? We all know. Noah Fant. Yes, Noah Fant checks in at number 29 in his latest okay. and the top tight end uh, listed, number one tight end that he has listed in his top 30. Who do you think the other guy is listed in the top 30? Whoa, that's a great one. So, so give me a minute on this one because uh-huh. I have not seen this. Um, Noah Fant was easy. I agree with you. 29, I thought, I think might, that might even be a little bit low. Yes. So um, I think Anthony Nelson is going to go pro. I don't think with the with as many defensive linemen as are going to be available in this draft that he that that probably knocks him out. Um, whew. 
Trent, I don't want to. Uh, Nate Stanley? You're correct. Nate Am Stanley. I really? Number 23 on wow. Tom McShay's big board. Now, also remember, two, two years ago, he also had Mitch Leidner in his <laughs> top at his top 30. Now, that was one that came out right after the spring. He's done yeah. a little bit more homework here as we're in August, right. but you don't want to go too far. That's good. <laughs> you know what, though? You can see it. He has the big body, the Trent, big I've arm. I've been saying it for over a year, and I'm, I'm, I'm on record. I have to be the first that said it because he is a, he's been Roethlisberger's in years. Size-wise, um, throwing-wise, he's, he's been Roethlisberger. I can't even call him light because I think he's going to be about the same size as, as Ben Roethlisberger is. Nate Stanley, there's going to be so many guys, Trent, that play for the Hawks and the Clones that are going to submit to the draft board their name to be evaluated in – uh, advance of uh, the day when they have to make it official that they are, are declaring for the NFL draft. Nate Stanley is clearly one of them. Wow, number twenty-three. Do you have any? What? Who are the other quarterbacks ahead of him? I don't. It's an insider article. I just have the top two before uh, I got a little. Somebody sent me a screenshot of the Iowa guys and kind of the write-up from them. Number one, Ed Oliver. Number two, yeah, Nick Bosa. Sure. So yeah. those are the top two, and then. Two Hawkeyes at 23 and 29. You know, and this kind of leads down a path, Ken, as we're talking about Iowa. A lot of times they arrive a year early when people are kind of pointing to what has a chance to be a special year. Because you look at this junior class with the two guys we mentioned, obviously mm-hmm. there with Stanley and Fant and Anthony Nelson and yep. Amani Hooker and Amani Jones, who looks to be easily replacing that spot, Lattimore. Ojemudia, the Paulson twins, Brady Reef, Nate Weeding, Christian. I mean, wow. this is a really good junior class. Sometimes it happens a year. Or 2004, you know, people were pointing to 05. They didn't know 04. 2009, uh-huh. people were pointing to 2010. A year early, maybe just maybe. Maybe some hope. Is We've been down a little bit lately on the Hawkeyes. Maybe some positive hope for the Hawk fans. Yeah, well, then yesterday you pointed out the senior class yesterday, just how many, you know, a lack of guys there is in that. Um, what did you have, five of them, I think, that, yeah. uh, um, in the two deep. So, well, this is not a team that lacks talent. They really don't. They've just got, I think, I mean, the offensive line is questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, they're replacing three linebackers. They've sent corners to the NFL the last couple of years. Um, so there, there's clearly questions. The, the receivers are pedestrian, certainly have been in the last couple of years. Now, you know, that the hype meter is kind of in the red zone again, as it always is at this time of year for the, for the young receivers to take steps. You would think that one of these times that is going to happen. If that's the case, they certainly got a guy that can get him the ball and get him the ball in stride. And if there are some, some speed guys, uh, listed amongst that young group of receivers, which, Apparently there are. Then, then, then Iowa's offense shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be a concern. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I mean, picking up Sargent. I think we're going to look at this move. Um, you know, when we and I hate to say it, look back on the 2018 <laughs> season because I'm sure not ready to do that uh, as a guy who's going to make a huge contribution. So. We'll see, uh, Trent. I think he's going to be better than uh, what's his name Butler, who came in this time last year. Or was he was here earlier? But uh, um, I think he'll probably put up better numbers than he did. So, to your point that maybe we've been down a little bit, maybe you need to find some positives in that uh, on this Hawkeye roster. I think you're pointing out that junior class. There were a lot of uh, home runs by the sounds of things uh, in that particular year. Going to be a fun season over on the Iowa State side of things as we let you go here, Ken. Uh, yesterday it was, how, how about the uh, the beat writers getting two coaches a day here throughout this Trent, week? The availability, it. it's incredible. They get it. I mean, look, they're feeding the beast. The mm-hmm. beast isn't the guys that go to cover the team. The beast is the fans that lap up everything that's written said or said about them. I don't understand. Look, honestly, I think Iowa's getting a lot better from where they were in 1996 when I started, mm-hmm. you know, Fort Kinnick, um, and they wouldn't give you the time of day, whereas Tom Cruschel literally, I swear to God, I mean, it didn't happen, but <laughs> I could, I thought that, you know, if we, McCartney's coaching, but yeah, we'll get, we can get you for a couple of minutes type of thing. <laughs> uh, and they've always been that way for the most part. They understand 
that they have to feed the beast. It's no longer about selling tickets at Iowa State. It's continuing to spread the message of the of Iowa State football. And why won't Iowa do that, Trent? It's question. just beyond me. It's a great question. I, I don't get it either. Why? Next week, it sounds like they're going to get availability. They'll get Kirk and probably the two coordinators. They'll get Brian and Phil, and that'll be it. It just, why, why does it have to be this difficult? You know the Iowa media. They're not going to, they're not going to go out of their way to embarrass kids or make it difficult. It just, I don't get it. I don't get it. They do it right, I believe, at Iowa State, the way that it's set up. And, you know, a really interesting point, I believe it was Dan Wolken who wrote the article about college athletics and the secrecy of practices. So many programs that are out there that you can't make it in. We certainly know that's the case at Iowa. Even Iowa State, though not everything's open, they will open up the practices, though, at least a little bit for the guys throughout August camp or back in spring. It does make sense, though, to have a little bit of that there. After what we've seen across college football, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't either, Trent. I really don't. Uh, you know, Maryland, I think that was the, the crux of the article. I think it was Dan Wilkins that wrote it. Um, you know, peel uh, back the curtain. Uh, it, it, it's not necessary. And I, I'm not saying that the media should be allowed to watch practice from start to finish. I'm not. But the, but I think they trotting out a couple of position coaches just so the, you know, the assembled media uh, is able to ask a couple of questions, write a couple of stories. Because right now, what's the Iowa doing, Trent? They're pouring over still photographs to try and glean the slightest nugget that they can write about. They yep. can't get a quote because coaches aren't available. Um, I don't understand it. I, I thought uh, that Iowa, look, we, we praised them last Friday for bringing the suspend, suspended players out, for making them available. I'm not sure that would have happened five or ten years ago. It happened in 2018. What harm does it do to put a positional coach out there and have him answer a question for five or ten minutes after a practice, the media eats it up. They all write their stories. Iowa fans get to read about their team in preparation for August because, let's face it, this is a long month. We can't wait to get there. And any little nugget uh, that uh, that can be, you know, was written about their team, it's going to be read and read over and over again and dissected, and it just does nothing but ramp up uh, the exuberance for the start of college football. Iowa State gets it. Iowa at this point sadly doesn't. And uh, the two guys that we heard from yesterday, special teams coach and also the, the wide receivers coach, special teams coordinator Joe Houston, the kicker spot appears to be the big one. Looks like we're going to have a, a timeshare here. Francis will do the kickoffs like he did the last couple of years, and Narverson, the, the freshman coming in, going to be the kicker. At least that's the way it looks right now. Yeah, I read the same piece probably that you was a cyclone fanatic. the piece. Um, and... You know, it's, it's a freshman kicker, uh, but Iowa State's not, uh, you know, they, they've shown that the, if, uh, if it's a freshman that they need to trot out there, they're going to do that. Um, this kid arrived with, it was very highly thought of when, when, they, when they got him. So um, it's, it's a battle, but um, I, I expect that Narvison, the true freshman, will be the guy, Trent. And uh, in the kicking game, special teams, return game, getting a Wangu back, that's got to be yeah, bad for the absolutely. return game. No, he's the guy. He's the difference maker, right? He's, is he still, he, at least before he got injured, he was the fastest guy on the team, yeah. and why not put him back there last, uh, this year? He proved in 2016 that he was the guy, so I would anticipate he's probably going to be uh, returning uh, most of the kickoffs, if not all. Going to be a fun season. Looking forward to it. Ken, enjoy your time out on the left coast, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully right at the beginning of the program, if that works okay. It should. I should be between flights, but on my way back home, and I can't wait. Perfect. All right. We'll talk to you later, Ken. See you, Trent. There is Ken Miller taking his uh, little vacay before the football season starts, and away we go with another season just a little over two weeks away. In fact, tomorrow. We'll officially hit that two-week benchmark for a full slate on Thursday. Big Ten-wise, we get Northwestern-Purdue. Looking forward to that. A couple other games going on that night. And, of course, the big full weekend, though. Over Labor Day weekend, Iowa State, South Dakota State, Iowa, Northern Illinois. You and I with a huge matchup for them. They make their way out to Montana to take on the Grizzlies. Should be a great opening week of college football. Before that, you know, next week, it's game week. 
high school football on the 24th. We'll have play-by-play coverage here on 1700, bringing you the matchup of Ankeny, Ankeny High against Ankeny Centennial Hawks and Jaguars. And we'll have the play-by-play action for you. Coverage begins at 7 o'clock on Friday night and each and every Friday night all the way through the championships at the Unidome. Looking forward to that. And a big thank you to people that have been jumping aboard to help us out with our high school football coverage, including Central Bank, Charter House Real Estate, and Mark Charter, Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, Right Roofing, Absolute Auto Repair. A few more in the works. A big thank you to all of them as we present high school football each and every Friday night here on 1700 KBGG. Then that Saturday, we get a couple of college games. Hawaii is going to be in action, I believe, against Colorado State. New Mexico State's playing. They made their first bowl game in like 50 years a year ago. Look, they're not great games, but it's something. Something to whet the appetite and uh, push us forward. Tonight, in the world of sports, a lot of day baseball going on. Twins are in action right now against the Pirates. Got the Cubs and Milwaukee just underway. We talked a little bit earlier about some of the struggles there. Coming up this evening, though, let's see what's going to grab me for tonight. Boston, Philly. Early, 6.05 first pitch. It's a possibility. Might be starting. The, you know, you got to watch. I know it's Miami who's so out of it against Atlanta that probably outside of the Braves fans doesn't do a whole lot. But Ronald Acuna, it, it continued high level that he's playing at. Five home runs his last four games. What, four-plus bases in eight consecutive games? That one uh, certainly might be part of the clicker when he comes to bat and he's a leadoff guy. So you get to see him early bottom of the first inning, 6.35 First pitch there, Washington and St. Louis keeping an eye on the Cardinals. And after last night with the Dodgers and the the Giants and their brouhaha, some late night viewing. And I got to catch up on Hard Knocks. So I got my night set. Pretty good little Wednesday here. NFL football then gets back going. Preseason week number two tomorrow night. And we have you covered here on 1700 KBGG. Big thank you to all of our guests here today. Earlier in the program, we talked with David Kaplan. A lot on the Bears, some talk on the Cubs with him. That was early on. Also, Bill Bender, a national look at college football in the first hour. Here in the second hour, just heard from Ken, Mark Morehouse, a lot of Hawkeye talk. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs with his report. All of that on our podcast page and find a couple of different ways. You can Google Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. It'll pop up there. Whatever app that you use for your Apple, your Android, whatever it may be. You're good to go there. Find us. Anything you miss it, miss each and every week, we have it podcast. Every day in the afternoon, we'll have those up there, and you can find it at thekenmillershow.com. You can find it on 1700's webpage, or just Google it. It'll pop up, and you'll never miss a beat. On Demand Radio. That's what we have with you with the podcast here on 1700. That'll do it for today here on program number one. Be back this afternoon at 4 o'clock, myself and Jimmy B. Jim's back after a day of what he says is work. He'll be back with us this afternoon. Busy show lined up, including Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. He'll be by at about 420. Derek Duke from Heartland College Sports. We'll talk Big 12 football with him. Zuba Mahente set to stop by. Sean Tomlinson on the NFL. A busy show to get you home from 4 until 6 o'clock right here on 1700 KBGG. That'll do it. Thanks, everybody out there, for listening in on 1700.